Welcome to Red Rank Podcast, home of the smoothest voice on Twitch. I'm your host, The Crow Show. Just a friendly reminder, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, among others. And on Spotify, if you can leave me a star rating, you do have to do it on your mobile app, and I believe you have to listen to at least an episode or two. It makes sense. If you can do me a big, big favor, leave a five-star rating for this five-star podcast. And it really helps a lot if you rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcast platform. Really helps a lot with the algorithm. And the, the algorithm is working really well for us. So, in a previous episode, I mentioned that I would read any reviews that we receive here on the podcast. We got a new one from Scythe on uh, Apple uh, Apple Podcast. So, I really appreciate you leaving this feedback for me. I'll read it for you now. This podcast is informative. The host, The Crow Show, has a pleasant voice, and the guests he chooses for interviews are excellent. My only gripe is that episodes that aren't interviews are a little short otherwise it's a good podcast if you like dead by daylight uh scythe thank you very much for saying that yeah the non-interview podcasts are short by design it's just a one-man show here it's me (laughs) talking about meta talking about updates talking about the game talking about observations i'm making as i play i definitely want to keep the content as concise as i can Now, the thing is, I could probably stretch it out a bit longer. My fear is that the show would degrade in quality. quality. So I do enjoy keeping it short, as long as it's just me here. I've recorded podcasts um, with Sergeant Fidget, where I can chat with him about updates, and we're able to stretch it out a little bit more, because we each have things that we can talk about. So it's something that I am conscious of, it is something I think about, and you know, it's. I think it's a good sign <laughs> that you want lengthier uh, podcast episodes. That really means a lot to me. Thank you for leaving the feedback, and it's something I will certainly consider. Of course, I've given myself some extra overhead. I am now posting the podcast on YouTube as well, so I am recording video so hello hello youtube <laughs> um and the audio portion is going on spotify apple podcasts everywhere you can get a podcast so i really want to expand and grow this podcast uh, on as many platforms as we can and it's a lot of overhead because I, I, again i'm a one-man show i've got to edit every episode and now i have to do two edits <laughs> because i'm editing video and audio and there's a lot that goes into it and um maybe that'll be a future Maybe that'll be a future YouTube video where I record footage of me editing the podcast just to show you everything I do. Uh, But thank you for the feedback. I really appreciate it. So some really exciting news. We're getting very close to 10,000 downloads on the podcast. Um, At one point, we were rated number two on Spotify. Now we're back down to number five or something like that. (laughs) Red Rank Podcast is actually getting beat by podcasts that haven't recorded in more than a year or many years. Uh, I still don't know how that works. It's very fascinating to me. If you search Dead by Daylight in Spotify, you go to Podcasts and Shows. That's where you see the podcasts and shows, of course. At one point, we were number two. And uh, when you when you search for episodes, though, podcast episodes, it's all Red Rank Podcasts. It's like saturated at the top. And that makes me happy. That makes me super, super happy. Currently in the top 10 episodes, we occupy spots number one through four. And uh, we have two more episodes in the top 10. So six out of the top 10 podcast episodes on Spotify 
or occupied by Red Rank Podcast. I think that's something to be proud of. And again, I think it's a sign of things to come. I just have to stay consistent and uh, keep posting and um, keep putting out quality content. And for those of you who are listening and have rated the podcast, thank you so much. Like, seriously, um, I feel like I feel like the, the, the hard part is over in terms of like marketing the podcast, getting it out there, getting listeners. And so now that we have a little bit of a following, we've got some ratings, we're showing up in the algorithm, we're showing up in the search fields when people search Dead by Daylight. That's a really good starting point. So that makes me really happy. And I think you should be really happy and proud as well, because a victory for me is a victory for you. And I know that sounds super cliche, but I, I really mean it. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. In other news, um, I just wanted to talk about my Twitch sc- streaming schedule. Um, I think my schedule is loosely going to be Tuesday night, Friday night, and Saturday morning. Now, I am on the west coast of Canada, so that's Pacific Standard Time. So Tuesday and Friday night, usually around 7.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and Saturday morning could be anywhere between 9 a.m. through 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Saturday. Also exciting news, I've been multi-streaming to TikTok and Twitch at the same time. So what that means is while I'm streaming on Twitch, I'm also live on TikTok. And I was lucky enough to get access to TikTok Live Desktop. Very few of us have it. So that's led to some really good growth for me on Twitch as well as TikTok. Um, Concurrent viewers are up a little bit. I'm getting a lot more followers. On any given stream, I'll usually gain maybe two, maybe three followers. But now that I'm streaming on TikTok Live, people are coming over to the Twitch. And I'm getting anywhere between 10 to 25 new followers every stream. And I've only been multi-streaming for about two weeks now. So I feel like the momentum's gaining. And it's going to lead to some really great places. And I don't want to get my hopes too high. That's like one of the worst things you can do as a content creator is get your hopes up and then get let down. But, uh... You know what? I'm on the I'm on the ride and I'm really excited for the future. And the thing is, like between Twitch streaming, TikTok streaming, TikToks I post regularly, this podcast, there's very few doing what I'm doing. So in terms of like carving out my own unique area in this dead by daylight space, I feel like I'm in a really good spot right now. And again, I can't thank y'all enough for the support because if it wasn't for Red Rank Podcast showing up at the top of the search fields when you search dead by daylight, I don't know if I'd still be doing this. So thank you. On the topic of TikTok, uh, TikTok is definitely growing in popularity for Dead by Daylight content creators. Now, during the last two years, we've seen a lot of people grow through TikTok and Dead by Daylight. Um, And it's translated very well to Twitch. I'm going to name a few names. You've probably heard of them. (laughs) Adonisaurus, Wojako, Erica, Kide, Junebug, just to name a few. Um, Now, what we're witnessing on TikTok is larger content creators getting onto the platform to expand their audience and grow their community. It's a really good move. I think everybody should be on TikTok. Every content creator should be putting out content on TikTok. It's just, there's no downside. You you get more eyes on your content and more people will be driven to whatever platforms you're streaming on. Now, what's happening is a lot of people are getting access to streaming from their computer onto TikTok Live, which makes for like an even better experience. Now, 
I believe Slushy Puppy was a pioneer of this on uh, Dead by Daylight TikTok, and the rest of us have followed suit. Um, I believe Doc was right after right after Slushy, and then it's kind of snowballed. I've noticed a lot more people from Dead by Daylight streaming directly from their computer to TikTok Live. Now, I got access through the app. I went to go live once, and I saw a button there for TikTok Live desktop. Now, I had to do one live stream for 25 minutes i have minimum 2,000 followers and no community guideline violations so after i did that 25 minute tiktok live uh, i was able to go back into the app and it redirected me to download tiktok live desktop on my pc i logged into tiktok and now i can stream directly from my computer onto TikTok Live. At the same time, I'm streaming to Twitch. There are apparent, there's apparently an agency out there that's helping content creators get their stream keys. Um, I'll see if I can put the tweet in the show notes. If I forget, I apologize, just hit me up. I did not go through an agency. It was just there for me. I got really lucky. And from what I understand, the agency cannot get you access if you're Canadian. I think it's only Americans. So don't quote me on that, but I think there are some limitations but I really, really hope TikTok Live Desktop becomes more available to more people because it's just going to lead to bigger and better things for anybody using it. So if you've tuned in to my TikTok Lives and then came over to my Twitch, thank you so much for doing that. Uh, And if you're not doing that right now and you're a content creator, you really need to get on that. Okay, so I wanted to talk about some news that Dead by Daylight put out today. They talked about the kill rates and the most popular perks for Killer and Survivor. If I'm a professional podcaster on the YouTube version of this episode, I'll put a graphic up here and some text that shows what I'm about to talk about. So, the average kill rate in Dead by Daylight right now is 61% before the the 6.1.0 update the kill rate before that was 53 percent so roughly killers would get two survivors per per trial on average now that's gone up significantly the most common perks we're seeing right now according to dead by daylight jolt is the first perk that's the most popular scourge hook pain resonance is number two and barbecue and chili is number three now let me just go through the notes again really quickly here Just also to note, when that update went live, killers got a pretty nice little boost. When they uh, successfully attack and hit a survivor, they recover from that hit much faster. They can break pallets faster. They can kick gens faster. So theoretically, chases will be shorter. Um, I think they even vault a little bit faster. Killers just basically do everything faster now (laughs) in order to help bring some more balance to the game. So the quality of life for killer has gotten much better. And I don't think killer mains can talk about how this is a survivor-sided game it's no longer survivor-sided they've provided some very definitive evidence that shows it's very killer-sided right now so in the next note they said more significantly the variety of perks being used saw huge improvement the previously most used perk barbecue and chili went from being used in 40 percent of all killer loadouts to only 17 percent jolt meanwhile climbed from 13 percent usage to 19 percent so at 19 percent usage jolt is the most popular killer perk and it it certainly feels like it i'm seeing a lot of jolt and pain resonance and pain resonance is the number two perk right now it's they they say pain resonance drops slightly going from 20 percent usage to 17 percent and uh barbecue i guess it basically just barely beat out barbecue and chili on the number two spot so barbecue and chili still really really good perk still widely used it's a it's a great perk the other 
Top 10 most used killer perks include Sloppy Butcher, Save the Best for Last, Overcharge, Fanatophobia, Call of Brine, Hex, No One Escapes Death, and Corrupt Intervention. So basically, out of all those perks I just listed, Noed and Save the Best for Last are the only ones that are not slowdown. So, and Barbecue and Chili is number three. So Generator Slowdown, slowing the game down, is still really powerful. And it's still very, very popular. And for good reason. Um, gens do tend to go flying if you get into a bad chase or two. Um, but yeah, it's still an issue. Gen- generator slowdown. Still a really big issue in Dead by Daylight. I wish that could change, uh, but I, I just I don't see it happening. Hex Pentimento is another perk that I'm seeing quite a bit of. That just brings generators to a complete standstill. So overall, I think it's interesting that Jolt and Pain Residents are still number one and two. Um, it doesn't at all surprise me. And I don't blame killers for using slowdown. In the last episode, I talked about how Gen Slowdown and Gen Rush is like the chicken or the egg. You're damned if you do and damned if you don't. So do I blame killers for using slowdown? No. Uh, is it boring to play against? Yes. Would you rather lose a game in six, seven minutes as killer? Or would you rather win a 25-minute trial as killer? Because you're just slamming gins and breaking them and taking your sweet old time. (laughs) I saw somebody tweet that. It might have been Farmer John. And it made sense to me. I try not to use slowdown. I think by not using slowdown as killer, I think it'll make me a better killer. So... The last note they they noted in this killer section is they said, overall, the disparity between the highest and lowest usage rate is significantly smaller than before. We intend to continue monitoring and fine-tuning perks as needed going forward. But already, we're seeing far more variety than in the old meta. I'm not sure if we're seeing a lot of variety if six of the top 10 per seven of the top 10 perks are slowdown, but we'll see. Well, let's talk about the survivor stuff. So the most seen survivor perk, 21% usage rate, used to be 42%, it's self-care. Dead by Daylight significantly nerfed self-care, but it's still number one most used survivor perk. Number two is in the most used perks are dead is dead hard. And number three is windows of opportunity. So those are the three most popular survivor perks. Now the average escape rate for survivors is 39%. It was previously 47%. I played this game mostly in solo queue. So I'm at the mercy of three random teammates who were not communicating with each other. And our skills do vary quite a bit let's just say let's just put it that way the escape rate dropped it dropped by eight percent it feels a lot higher than that like the or lower than that all it takes is like two or three rounds in a row to just feel so turned off of playing survivor that's why i've been playing a lot more killer these days and i'd say with killer because i'm not running slowdown most of the time i don't really win a lot as killer but i have fun getting in chases and trying to hit cool shots with Deathslinger Huntress. <laughs> But I gotta say, playing solo queue Survivor has never been more frustrating. Dead by Daylight has done their best to address the tunneling and camping. Survivors have base kit borrowed time, meaning that when you get pulled off the hook for 10 seconds, you have the endurance status effect, meaning that in that 10 seconds, if you get hit by the killer, you won't go down. You'll just get put into deep wounds. You'll have to go run away even further. And then go men. And then you're just injured. During that 10 seconds, you also have haste. I believe the haste status effect is you run 7% faster. You can quote me 
on that, or maybe don't quote me on that. Correct me if I'm wrong. So we've been given base, base kit, borrowed time, and the escape rate has lowered since that's been put into place. I think what's happening right now, I've got a tinfoil hat theory. I think that the matchmaking system is kind of broken. And when I say that, I I check my teammates playtime quite a bit it's pretty often that i'll get into a lobby with another survivor and i check their hours played and they've got maybe the lowest i saw was five hours i saw dwight with five hours i was like i gotta play this out i gotta see how a five-hour dwight plays dead by daylight and it was exactly as you'd expect as soon as we heard the terror radius he would crouch and walk away uh, taking protection hit is uh, was a foreign language to dwight uh he didn't go for any hook saves and you know he's only five hours into dead by daylight i'm not gonna give him a hard time i'm not gonna be like oh you shouldn't do that <laughs> i used to be that kind of player too we all used to and that's one of the points i wanted to make as well when it comes to the most popular perks being used right now self-care Number one, sure, it's kind of cringe. They nerf self-care into the ground. It does take quite a bit longer to heal yourself with self-care if you're not using like body knowledge, desperate measures, or a med kit to, to make it faster. There's just a lot of things in there that scream we should not be using self-care. At the same time, I think Dead by Daylight gets a lot of new players on a regular basis. And so new players, they're not going to feel as comfortable as those of us with, you know, 1,500 hours, 3,000 hours, 8,000 hours running around injured. So they definitely want to heal themselves. And I can't really blame them. I'm not here to get upset with people who are new to the game. And when we look at these usage rates, we also do have to factor in that, yeah, a lot of the player base is going to be new. We're all going to be at different levels. We're all going to be playing for different reasons. I'm a content creator. Uh, if I use self-care, that leads to very boring content. When you're a content creator, it's better to get into chase and 360 spin killers, put them in the hole, you know, and talk trash. And <laughs> that's far more better content than self-caring in the corner of the map for 36 seconds, however long it takes to do a, a self-care heal. That's how often I use it. I don't even know. So Dead by Daylight um, did give us some more information. They said the previously most used perk, Dead Hard, fell from 42% usage to 19%, making it the second most used perk. Meanwhile, self-care remained a popular choice in some regions, but not others, securing it the first place spot at 21% usage. And a new contender entered the fray with Windows of Opportunity, shooting up to 18% usage. Windows of Opportunity is a great perk, and even seasoned veterans use it because it gives them a really good advantage in chases, lets them plot their escape, their 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 loops which tile to run to it's a really good perk and it's one that i do recommend to new players if you're just starting out with dead by daylight i recommend you get kate and make sure you unlock her teachables windows of opportunity is one of them it just allows you to see windows pallets and for some reason doors that are breakable <laughs> and uh it just gives you really good information when you're in a chase and helps you plan how you're going to run particular tiles. Now, Dead by Daylight, again, gave us some more information. They said the other top 10 survivor perks include Life, Prove Thyself, Sprint Burst, Boon Circle of Healing, Borrowed Time, Adrenaline, and Spine Chill. So yeah, Life and uh, Dead Hard 
and Sprint Burst are the three most popular exhaustion perks. That's not a surprise. They're all really good. I think Sprint Burst is the best of the bunch. Um, Dead Heart is more skill-based, and uh, Life is very annoying to play against. <laughs> Depending on the map, you may not get a lot of value out of it, but when you can get value out of Life, it's really good. And I'm seeing a lot more adrenaline, too. It feels like we're getting more of it. So Dead by Daylight did say that we're, we're seeing a lot more variety in terms of perk builds which I think is exciting, but the thing is, they're not really giving us the information in terms of solo queue survivors or survivors that are in a group. Um, I ran into a survive with friends. Uh, we call them a swift. Uh, I ran into a swift that had like two of them had prove thyself. I think all four of them had hyper focus and they had like two circle of healing um, so they were built to fix gens as quick as they could and get out as quick as they could. And, uh, I can't remember which killer I was playing. I didn't have any generator defense slash slowdown. That trial was over in about six and a half minutes and they were out. And, uh, I asked them if that was fun and they said, that's the best chance we have to win. They all escaped with 20,000 blood points and a six and a half minute trial. I, I don't see the fun in that, but go off, Queen, I guess. <laughs> now, uh, Dead by Daylight did talk about how the queue times are much quicker now. Um, I'd go over that, but it, it's boring to me. Queue times are much quicker, though, I will say. does seem to be quicker for Survivor through the day. During the daytime, though, when you're playing Killer... It feels like killer queue times are very, very long. It's not until you get late into the night where killer queue times seem to be a, a little bit faster. But I've been in killer queue times of five plus minutes. And when you're a content creator and then uh, you get into a trial where they just hide, avoid chases, rip through gens as quick as they can, it, it, it's not the best content. So it's, it's really tough trying to find that balance of do I run the most powerful slowdowns? Or do I just have a chase build and just try to chase survivors for the whole whole trial? Try to get as many hooks as I can. Just try to get better as killer. Because I, I think that's one way to improve. As killer, don't use gens slowdown. As survivor, don't use perks that allow you to fix generators faster. Um, and if you can, avoid using exhaustion perks. Because that makes you just work on the core mechanics of the game without getting like a huge boost out of sprint burst life balance landing or dead hard you don't have to you know use those perks all you want and that that's what i always say when it comes to perks when it comes to builds use what makes you comfortable but this game can be a lot more fun when you test different combinations of perks and builds and i always encourage people to do that i've been working with no mither the last couple nights and i'm having a good time with that and honestly, I think running no mither is making me a better runner as well. So we'll see how that goes. I'm uh, again, uh, I'm really, really excited to see where this game goes and where the meta takes us and any future updates, because I'm sure Dead by Daylight isn't done reworking perks. I'm curious to see what they do next. I think we're going to go ahead and wrap it up there. I just want to thank you for your time. Thank you again for the ratings the reviews on spotify and apple podcasts anywhere else you listen to a podcast it really means a lot to me um be sure you listen to the greaser interview i i interviewed greaser about a week or two ago that's doing really well uh for us and if you want to watch the video footage i did record video footage of our interview and put it on youtube and this episode you're listening to, if you're listening on one of the podcast platforms, the video format is on YouTube as well. So if you want to check that out, 
that's an option. So please, 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 hint, hint, hint. <laughs> Go to the links in the show notes. Go to my YouTube if you can subscribe to my YouTube. Watch my content, engage with it, drop some likes and comments. I'd really, really appreciate that. And I would really love to see you in my Twitch chat. In my Twitch chat, I'm really trying to grow there. And uh, it's leading to some really good growth. And I really want to keep that going. So thanks again, everybody. I really appreciate your time. And I hope to see you in the fog.